right, well, I suppose we can get started at any point Let's once I get the last thing that I always forget about ready. Recording? The timer. The timer. That's what I always forget about. <laughs> Five. Four. Three. Two. And one. One. Hello world is a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. Ladies and gentlemen, mesdames, messieurs, bienvenue, welcome to the happy hour. Welcome back, listeners. Episode four, I think, of uh, this season, season five of the happy hour. Our fifth season, our second episode after a uh, after a hiatus because of things that had happened that we were not very happy about last week. <laughs> Yet, in the days following our episode, some things came to light that alleviated a bit of what was going on. Yeah. Which is great. My name's David Oje. I'm at MetalDave02 on Twitter.com. Um, son of a bitch. <laughs> I hate random ass pop-ups. All right. MetalDave02 yeah. on Twitter.com. Joined as always by Veronica. Yeah. I'm at C-H-I-L-E underscore Pepper on Twitter.com. Beth is not with us uh, this evening. She is uh, at work. That's all. Working. Nothing crazy. She's a working girl. Not yep. in that not. capacity. Yep. Just a girl that happens to be employed. Uh, a job. Yeah. Mm. W-2 and all that. Um, <laughs> we're the Happy Hour. At Happy Hour on Twitter. Happy Hour Pod on Instagram. YouTube.com slash happy hour and happy hour.com. And that's uh that's a whole thing. So let's dive into it. Um, what is going on this week? I guess we'll jump into the thing that's on everybody's minds, Jonathan Drouin. He yes. had himself an interview with Chantel Maccabe. Maccabe. Uh today. Was it this morning or like this evening? I think it was this evening. This evening. Yeah, Hers yeah. aired at seven Eastern. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the uh, Renault Lavois also has him, or La Violetta. What's his name? Renault. Uh, Lavois. Yeah, it's Renault Lavois? Lavois, I thought. Yeah, on TVA. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. This so, interview with him aired one hour later. How about them, Apple? So, Jonathan Drouin talking about essentially what happened. So now we can finally put to rest all of it. Because I'm fucking sick of it. Because it's just, it's. it's we don't know. He, he just told us, and now we don't have to, you know, fuck around with it ever again. Anyway, so uh, from John Liu, uh, took a, uh, posted up a tweet with some notes that I think he was taking, uh, translated, you know, uh, from uh, yeah. from the interview. I think they were both in French, en français, as is expected. Uh, to quote Drouin directly. I've had anxiety problems for many years, insomnia problems that relate to my anxiety. That week in Calgary, where we played three games, April 23 to 36th. That doesn't make sense. Anyways, April 23rd, late April, when all this started happening, uh, I missed all three of them and wasn't feeling good. Uh, It was where I hit a wall. It was where I hit a wall for me, and it was time to step away from the game and really take a step back from everything and kind of enjoy life. I needed it, and it was hard for me to do at that time, and obviously playoffs were coming around. It wasn't an easy thing to do, and I'm proud of what I'd done, 
and happy I did it. I'm 26 years old. So I wanted to do that at that point in my career and feel good for the next years. Don't that make sense? So we can finally put to rest the whole we bullied him off the Habs. You're not that important. People, it's it's just so ridiculous. I mean, you're still dicks. I mean, you're still assholes. Like, go fuck yourselves. But like, it's just, it's just, he has anxiety problems. He's going to have anxiety problems whether or not you bully him on fucking social media. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's not like we're bullying a kid in middle school, for God's sake. Professional yeah. athlete, plays hockey, played too much hockey, decided to take a step back. That's it. Done. Over. So that was from John Liu. Thank you, John Liu. From Eric Engels, it takes courage and strength to face your problems head on. It takes even more to open up about them. I hope the process was cathartic for Jonathan Drouin. He says he just wants to play hockey and have fun. And I hope he has the best and most enjoyable season of his career. Something I expected of him last season. Then things. So I'm actually yeah. looking really forward to it because, man, he didn't have Suzuki and Caulfield at the same time. Exactly. And also, I think um, as somebody who struggles with anxiety issues myself, um, to be have to the game is mental. Like you can't like it's it's hard to function when you're dealing, you know, when you're dealing with, you know, an anxiety attack or an anxiety spell, let alone play a hockey game, like at Drouin's level, at his level. Mm -hmm. And, um, there, you know, there's the added layer of being the francophone on the team i think he's like is he the last one no no we've got cedric paquette and those guys now too, yeah but, paquette and um uh other fellow there too but yeah the pressure on his shoulders in particular and and i mean i guess it's worse for us i i i don't think he's on twitter at all ever the only time jonathan is on twitter is when he's like posting something about his charity or whatever but so like the, do riffraff, well. the riffraff like us, I think that it doesn't get back to him, but the press gets back to him. And I mean, there's so many guys on the French side who are great, but there's a lot of assholes, like mm-hmm. really like terrible, terrible guys. Yeah. So, so good for him because knowing what you're dealing with. And I, he, I saw an, an excerpt. Um, he even says, you know, he's better equipped to deal with yes. the anxiety now because knowing what you're dealing with and having your coping, your coping skills is, uh, is it's really the only way to do it because there's no way to like prevent them coming on. Yeah. He can, uh, he can see them coming. He can identify it and yeah. he's better well, uh, equipped to cope as you said yeah. for sure. Yeah. I saw that too. And I forget, um, where exactly. He was Arpin. Uh, yeah. yeah probably yeah so that's good so uh bon chance to Drouin. um habs a uh, camp camp the actual real habs the main habs are, are big 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 <laughs> habs uh that camp's on wednesday i don't know if they uh released like an official camp roster yet i i didn't see that i, I haven't know, seen it yet. i know we have like the rookie camp guys and uh, yeah. we'll talk about that in a little bit because uh, there was a humdinger of a game today. <laughs> How did that one end up? <laughs> uh, it was 4-0 and after the second period. 
Habs came back. Yeah, Hames, uh, Habs came back 4-3 and end up losing, though. But whatever. It's the rookie tournament, for God's sake. Anybody who's getting their, like, sandals twisted over this, just... There's no need. Zero need to do that. Mm. Now, uh, the next bit of very important news is that we finally got an update on what exactly the Habs are doing in regards to the fallout resulting from drafting Logan Mayu. 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 Uh, They have a respect and consent action plan that was uh, spoken about uh, by... uh It wasn't Uh, Miss... Jean-Vivre La Petite or something like that. No, Paquette. Yeah, Paquette. Thank you. Yeah, Paquette. I remember and, uh, thinking she's got such a great name. Yeah, Paquette. And so Paquette and uh, Rob Ramage uh, were the two people that were on the presser Tuesday or Wednesday of last week. Uh, pretty mm-hmm. much uh, speaking about it and talking about what they're going to do. So internally, what the group uh, Sayash is going to do, um, members of the uh, Canadian's Hockey Operations Department, as well as employees, receive training on respect and consent. Uh, consent. consent. And uh, consent, consent, and uh, sexual <laughs> cyber violence in line with the policy of equality, diversity, and inclusion, and with the values of our organization. As where I am employed, we have to do that once a year. We have a um, sexual harassment training to not do it. And um, specifically. We have to do that once a year, too. But yeah. It's, just it's the best. It's my favorite training, honestly. <laughs> It's either it's my two favorite trainings are that one and if the building's on fire training. What do you do? <laughs> Those are the best ones because <laughs> it's like just going to let it burn, man. But, <laughs> um, so more to the internal environments. Uh, initiatives are already underway to hire women in key positions within the hockey operations department to continue to add another perspective to the daily actions and management of our hockey teams. I got something to say about that. That's been brought up because it. Nah. Oh. <laughs> External environment. Well, there was a lot of cynicism after after that press conference. Oh, I'm I'm a cynic. <laughs> Woo! So no, the, I mean mainly coming out of other fan bases too. Yeah. Oh, let me tell you something about the chat room on YouTube for the rookie tournament stuff. <laughs> no, there was a um, there was a penalty in the rookie the first rookie tournament game where I think Ottawa's goalie played the puck outside of... Uh, he played in the forbidden zone for uh, the goalie, which is... Uh, he just he played it outside of where he could, right? Yeah. And he got a penalty. And all that the chat was on Ottawa's side is like, wow, as if the Habs know what a forbidden zone is. <laughs> Son of a bitch. It's, we're going to yeah. be hearing about this until yeah. that pick is rescinded. Son of a It's bitch. never going to be rescinded. Nope, not ever. Nope, they're they're sticking with it. So that was internal stuff. Now the external stuff uh, for the Habs, uh, in collaboration with aid and prevention organizations such as Sport Aid and the Quebec Hockey Community, a prevention program aimed at young hockey players as well as the inter interveners who support them in their practice of the sport, will be developed in the coming months to bring positive and lasting changes in hockey culture. Wait, that sentence seems incomplete to me. No, I think it's okay. Okay. As well as in, oh, a prevention program. Yeah. They're developing that. They're working on it. 
Yeah. It took them a month. In the works. Two months to kind of get this all settled. So it's a bureaucratic nightmare, I'm sure, for all the yeah. men in the organization. Financial support, which is important, will be given to proven initiatives of recognized uh, organizations that work to prevent, raise awareness, and educate in schools about sexual cyber violence. And a contribution will be made to an organization that helps victims and their loved ones. Um, there was a number on that. They said it was like in excess of a million dollars. So that is, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this plan will also benefit weird. from a one million seed investment fund set up by the company. Not only is it straight cash, it's an investment fund. Very important. So that's mm -hmm. money that makes money when you're sleeping, which is what people do or try to do when they get cryptocurrency but to a scale that they have no idea what they're thinking about so okay moving on <laughs> these efforts will help position the organization as an ally in the promotion of respect and consent by speaking out with partner organizations to amplify their messages and to educate montreal canadians fans and the public on this important social issue what more can they do what more can be done? I don't know. One one thing that um, the the thing that really gratified me was getting into schools. Mm -hmm. Getting mm -hmm. into schools because kids have phones younger and younger these days, oh, yeah. and they're taking pictures of all kinds of shit. Oh, so, yeah. oh, man. Um, <laughs> and what's okay and what's not, right? Um, but yeah, so that was that was really important to me. And which is what I mentioned to you. I think I mentioned it to you guys when right after the pick, it's like, you have to start, like, don't start them when they're hockey players, like start when they're young, teaching mm -hmm. them about this stuff, you know, um, and respect and consent. Like those two words are so that's it. Right. That's but, all it is. Yeah. It's the, the golden thing. rule. Do unto others is you'd have others do unto you. That's rule number one. Like that's, that's a biblical yeah. rule. That's one of the yeah. good ones in the Bible. Yeah. That's, that's like my cardinal rule in life. That one. Then my second rule, mine, this is a Dave rule. Don't be a dick. That's it. That covers yeah. so many bases. <laughs> it's true. So many bases are covered by those two principal rules. Golden and rule other... and don't be a dick. So yes. The other interesting thing was, um, they, she was, Jean-Viev was asked if he is going to do any, like, raise awareness, speaking, that kind of thing. And she's like, uh, he's got a lot to work on before he can, you know, he can go out there and like, he's got a, a lot to work on. And I mean, apparently he's working on it. Rob Ramage also mentioned that, um, um, it, the work had already begun even before the draft. So if he wants to play hockey in the OHL next season or whenever he has mentioned last week, part of his appeal is he's got to show his work. Mm -hmm. So now it, it's, I mean, I have to take him at his word that he's genuine on that. Yes. I just shocked myself. Because uh, when you mentioned Rob, I remember, you know, during the presser, he mentioned, you know, I had a second chance after going to prison. I'm like, yeah. what, 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 what? what do you mean? I just looked up what it was for. Yeah. Do, do you know offhand what it was? Because I wasn't aware yeah. of this. 
DUI. DUI that resulted in a crash that killed one of his friends. Killed one of his teammates, yeah. Yeah, Keith uh, Mugnuson. I did not realize that. And um, his own family, Keith's family, uh, advocated to keep Rob out of prison. I think he did four years, or at least he was sentenced to four years. Yeah, sentenced four years. He uh, served 10 months and got out on parole. I'm looking uh, at this all here. And um, yeah, he mentioned that, well, not that particular situation, but just the fact Mm. that he got himself into trouble. He did something terrible and got himself a second chance. And he's, you know, using that experience to guide uh, Mayu in a different way, I suppose. And also, he's also part of the uh, group in general there. Yeah, director of player development. Yeah. When was that change made? Because wasn't that um, former Hab, et cetera, et cetera? Mm. Over the summer? It's all a blur. Anything yeah. that's happened after March 13th, 2020 is frankly like... It's, it's a little tough. It's, like, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that that that's an interesting aspect of it as well because if people didn't get second chances, we wouldn't be able to move very far as a society Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know like mayu who made it you know it was pointed out to me by the dude abides on twitter um like he may he may never even be a hat he may never sign with the hats he might never wear the sash you know right now he's with the london knights and but suspended indefinitely, you know, and then that's, that's, I mean, the Habs did draft him, but that's what kind of gets me all the time is like, people are acting like he is a Hab, like he's a Montreal Canadian at training camp right now. He's not. Yeah, that's not going to happen. No. And it, that's not the, the the case either. So. Yeah. All right. So the person I was thinking of was Francis Bouillon. 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 Right. Yeah. And he, I don't know what he's doing right now. I guess What's he's still with the organization because I thought he was the director of things, but uh, no, I think he was, he was part of the organization with Laval. Am hmm. I misremembering Francis Bouillon? I'm trying to, I don't have the organization He's, tree he anymore. Was a, <laughs> he was a, he was a team teammate favorite. Frankie. Let's see. Uh, Francis, no stranger to the Montreal Canadians after returning to the destroyed franchise, blah, 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 blah taking on the position of player development coach, former defenseman, was appointed on July 5th, uh, 2017, succeeding Rob Ramage, who was promoted to director. Okay. So, Uh, Ramage Francis. There it is. So, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a bit. Okay. Wow. Jesus. I had no freaking idea. Yeah, me neither. Like, his name never pops up until, like, this month. (laughs) Unless I haven't been paying attention, which is quite honestly the case. People with her, and I'm like, who's that? Yeah. So there's that. So the Habs are trying to do what they can. What, but well, like I said, what's important to me is this: the cash. You, you can talk about all you want. You can educate all you want, but in the end, there needs to be a cash flow for this sort of thing. And not only was it a donation, it's a fund. It's a sustainable, uh, uh, uh you know, yeah, treasure chest. It's a, yeah. it's, a, it's a tree that grows money essentially. Right. So that's good. 
and excellent, and I'm quite, quite pleased with that. Uh, the Habs uh, site, of course, has the breakdown of the uh, advisory committee for the respect and consent action mm-hmm. plan. Jean-Vienne Paquette is the um, vice president and uh, communications engagement at DG de la Fondation. Um, DG. Director General. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's probably it. Uh, followed by uh, Jean-Vienne Boivard-Pilon, Serge Boivard, and it, the list goes on and on. And, of course, <laughs> Rob Ramage is also there as well. Lots of ladies on that list. Good. What matters. So there's that. Um, uh, the interesting, one of the, one of the little tidbits from Rob that came out of Rob at that press conference was when he was asked about when it, it came, you know, that portion of the press conference was over and then they started discussing the player development stuff mm, mm. and it came up about Kotkaniemi. That was interesting. So even more stuff came up today about Kotkaniemi oh, yeah. too. Like, yeah. I think the, the big one, you know, we'll get back to Ramaj's comments too, but it was that after he was scratched in the uh, in the Stanley Cup final in game four, I think. Um, yeah, really. Uh, <laughs> apparently, I think this is another Renaud Lavoie rumor, I think. Dreger. Dreger, thank you. Oh, wow. Darren Dreger. So, of course, it's true if it's Darren Dreger. <laughs> but Darren Dreger. People have a story to make up. Yeah, yeah. So, Darren Dreger mentioned that his agent informed the Habs after Kotkaniemi was scratched that this will be the last game in Montreal for Kotkaniemi. It's like, oh, that's an interesting foot to start the offseason on. But, you know, it really fits the narrative, or at least it's, 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 a, it's a crucial puzzle piece to why this all happened in the first place. Why was Kotkaniemi and RFA unsigned for months? Habs were probably trying to shop him. Yeah, I mean he's he's hardly alone being being the unsigned RFA mm-hmm. in the NHL still at this point. But um I just thought that that you know it kind of connects some dots for me like how like I mentioned it here how Bergman just sort of refused to appear enamored with the player mm-hmm. after the season was over and it was like it's it's like you know, scratching him in the playoffs when he scored a couple of, like, you know, it just connects some dots for me. Crucial and, goals. And OT that, ones at that. That that time that he did this, that was also telling to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, in retrospect. Lots of bravado. Didn't work out in the end. Lots of bravado. wanted to stay in Montreal. And there's a whole... There, there's this whole dynamic, too, between the player's mentality and the agent's mentality. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Agent is going to look after the best interests of the player, one would hope. And I'm really... I'm kind of befuddled by the agent, honestly. But... Yeah. What can you say? Got to see how it works out in Carolina, you know? Yeah, and I mean, like, the, 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 you know, there's some accounts on Twitter that... Are are quite um, uh, you know, you know who I mean. Um, they gotta get over like, it. You you gotta get over it. But like, uh, you know, weeks and weeks now of talking about how he's gonna be so much better in Carolina. We haven't watched him. We mm-hmm. haven't watched him play a game yet. 
I'm, I'm not exactly going to take up watching Carolina now, but you can't no. stop, stop. You'll you see when there's play to analyze. Couldn't pay me to watch a game in Carolina that had nothing to do with the Habs. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, God, no, <laughs> Jesus. Uh. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Good news. Completely different topic. The draft is officially on for next year in Montreal. Ooh. However, the big okay. controversy is that it's on Thursday and Friday and not Friday, Saturday. So a lot of people were upset about that, apparently. Jesus Christ. Whatever. So uh, hopefully the pandemic's uh, not as killing people uh then as it is now and because it'd be nice to go there and have like a full stadium to go to without having to spend like 20 minutes at the border talking about where you're gonna be which i'm gonna be doing this weekend since i'll be up in montreal this weekend too nice yeah um well i mean the situation is gonna be in theory much better with now um vaccines being approved for children that's right pfizer i think uh mentioned uh or not approved but saying it could be out by halloween yeah when they they got the hurdle and then all the yeah i can just so and our vaccination rate here is extremely high Mm -hmm. i know it's i know it is in bc i think it's over 80 percent of the eligible population has been vaccinated at least once. Mm-hmm. Good. And over 75 has been twice. Like, it's crazy. Good, 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 good. New York oh is sort of kind of in the same boat, pretty pretty close to that. Yeah. Uh, United States is United stating this, mm. as one does. And I can only well, imagine. Alberta. Oh, yeah, and then Alberta. Well, the thing about the difference between Canada and the United States is that you have Alberta. The United States has like seven Albertas, you know? Yeah. Texas, Alabama, Mississippi, fucking yeah. Florida. You With know. lots of people. God, it's so Not that awful. many people in Alberta. So, you know, people have been like literally protesting schools because they want to put masks on kids. Withholding funding to a school for putting a mandatory mask rule in? Are you fucking insane? Whatever. So... Let's hope that we'll have a normal draft next year and we can all have fun. <laughs> of course. Uh, well, we could... have our vaccine cards, right? So we'll be allowed in the building. Oh, yeah. Vaccine cards. Man, that's so nice. I had to <laughs> laminate my fucking paperwork. No, it's not. It's not a card. It's on my phone. Yeah, it's I got just like a, yeah. a barcode or a scan code yeah. thing. Yeah. Every every state in the union has a different one. So so stupid. Yeah. And has to be federal. We need bigger government. God damn it. For stupid shit. Yeah. So we don't have every fucking... Like, you have, if you have 50 people doing their own goddamn thing when one person can just do the one thing... Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And in BC, I, I'm very, very grateful to our BC government that they didn't call it a passport. Oh. It's so stupid. That it's has an immunization to. record. It is. It's just... It's so... I just... I don't get how befuddling stupid medical people are when it comes to 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 like the, the, the branding this shit 
It's yeah. an immunization record yes. that everybody on the planet have has, except yeah. for like hardcore anti-vax people. Yeah. God damn it. Harry, Harry Christmas. Um, oh. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's like somebody was. I think I think I saw it on your Twitter, Dave, where you oh. retweeted somebody who I always I don't remember, but it's like, ooh, I need my driving passport. I need to produce my driving passport when I'm in the car, <laughs> and I've got yeah. you know I've got to produce my like. It's just like it's just something that you've got to show. Like fuck off. It's, and it was a whole laundry list of things, which of course I've forgotten everything else. But it's like, yeah, we yeah we need a a library passport to check out a book, you know, like yeah, yeah. It just the, it, the, it blows. The politicization of this thing has just it blows my goddamn yeah, mind. Don't Alberta, my Canada. How recklessly selfish people are. Yeah. A year and a half into this. And on the United States side, we're coming up on, you know, uh, uh, three quarters of a million people dead. Three quarters of a million. More people died of this pandemic than every American soldier in every war the United States has ever fought, including the world wars. Baffling. I think it was Alabama who's more people died there in 2020 than were born there so it's shrinking and it's because of the oh pandemic oh my god <laughs> like what, what was the other one like in like in uh florida like more people died in a month of covid in florida than 20 years in afghanistan more people died in the united states yesterday than died in 9 11. we're not going to have a remembrance day of fucking Oh, remember September 19th when 3,000 people died of COVID? Uh, it, yeah. I hate it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Cody Galubif has been signed to a PTO contract. He'll be at training camp on Wednesday. How do you spell that name? I have no idea how to pronounce this. It's That's a G O L O U B E F. Golubif. Yeah. Cody. What kind of name is that? I wonder. Yeah, I wonder. Anyway, so he's been signed to a PTO. Yep, How PTO. old is he? What's his story? 31. Um, yeah, he's not much of a he's more of an AHLer. He spent the uh, last year with the uh Belleville Senators, uh six points in 31 games. The guy's a as stay a home of defenseman as one could warrant, which is seems which is a running theme with the Habs. However, yeah, there's gonna be a lot of different stuff. Down the pipeline, which we saw in the rookie tournament this weekend, which I think we could start talking about that now. Also, Cody is a Mississauga, Ontario native. Second round draft pick, 37th overall in 2008. Good job, Cody. Good job, Cody. Proud of you. So let's see. Let me get Caden Gooley. Caden Gooley and man, Matthias Norlander. Woohoo, buddy. That kid can move. Didn't realize that. Very awesome. good. Um, of course, I've been watching prospects and whatnot. It's just been whatever. Yeah. But I did watch a bit of the rookie game on Saturday. And the Habs had one good unit and one really bad unit. But that good unit had Harvey Pinar. Uh, who was it? The the the, the one Wah Mishnak? kid? 
Meshack. Oh my god, Meshack is he's gonna be very good too. Yeah. And then Gooley and uh yeah, Kaden Gooley and then Matthias Norlander. That unit that was on the ice, man, they gave the Senators hell. Good. Every time that they're on the uh on the ice. Which is that game. No, that's a okay. So you can only watch the games. I think uh they're on uh, the Ottawa Senators YouTube channel. That was like the only way you can watch these. It's so weird, you know. We yeah. We publicize the uh, the rookie tournament, yeah. and yet there's no access to yeah. it outside of whatever, right? So, yeah. okay, let me get these in order. So nice both games, unfortunately, the Habs uh, lost in decisions of four to three. Today's game was <laughs> people are going a little crazy about, but uh, let's talk about Saturday's game. Oh yeah, Bill Trudeau or William Trudeau, fourth round pick. Uh. You know, managed a goal, uh, got the game tied 1-1. Uh, then Matthias Norlander got himself a goal. Jan Mieschak as well, and those were the three goals for the Habs. Uh, they took the lead 3-2 on Mieschak's goal. Unfortunately, the next two shifts by the Ottawa Senators saw them take back a 4-3 lead, and that was the end of the game. But really, the only thing to really say with that is, man, Norlander, Mieschak, Gooley 2 and um, and I really like the one Wa kid as well. Oh yeah, and Harvey Pinaro, man, it's those guys are are gonna be great to watch. Probably Laval bound, of course. Um, awesome. Aside from Gooley, I don't know. I'm not quite sure if he's old enough yet, but we'll see. So speaking of mm-hmm. Harvey Pinar, he got himself a goal today. Joshua Wa, that's the other guy. Deflected in Arbor, Zajacked. No, Zakaj shot. I have no idea who the hell Arbor Zakaj is. And then Mika Seer. Also. He was invited to the camp on a tryout. Good for him. Cool. Buried a rebound off of Matthias Norlander's shot. And that's great. Now, the last uh, rookie game will be tomorrow. And they're going to face off a squad of U sports players. The game scheduled for four at... The Bell Sports Complex in Brassard. I recall that being open to the public in the past. I doubt it's going to be as liberal today, though. Mm. Or as accommodating, rather. Mm-hmm. So. But, I don't know. Got to watch some hockey. And the kids were good. Yeah. They decent. Played well. Today was a bit of a blowout. It was 4 nothing sends at the end of the second. But then the Habs came back. So. Partly. Good for them. Good for them. And I think that's all the major Habs news that I can think of. Anything else that happened in the past week, I'm not really sure about. I just wanted to do some some advocating Uh for the head coach. Ooh, you mean Dom? Dom. Dom Ducharme. Man, he caught a lot of shit. For a lot of things <laughs> it, in the playoffs, is scratching, you know, scratching Caulfield and KK and all that stuff. Like to say to to imply that he hates young guys is like, well, look at Suzuki, look at Caulfield, look at you know, and he came into such a shit situation. You know, the team was going south. He, he inherited them right, I think, like, at the very worst part of their schedule. 
And, you know, the guy made it to the Stanley Cup final. He made it to the Stanley Cup final. Give Luke Richardson as much credit as, as you need to to make yourself feel better to accommodate this narrative of yours. But the guy's a good coach. And now he's going to, like like we mentioned a few weeks ago, now he's going to have a full training camp and a full season. So just stop with your narrative that he's out of his depth and needs to be fired or whatever it is and blame him for KK and all that stupid shit. Because Rob Ramage, at, at, that's the second thing that he mentioned at that press conference that was interesting. And that was at some point, like, I think this, players are accountable too. Players are accountable too. There's nothing ever one-sided, no matter how one-sided it seems to us as fans with our bias. But what he said there was, I'm paraphrasing now. He said, um, I would hope that he's thinking about things, you know, like try to draw on some kind of learning I, from, from this experience. And he said, and another thing too, like talking about the head coach, he's the guy who determines your ice time. So you might want to listen to him. Mm. The implication there being that maybe there was a little bit of rebellion going on there, you know, and that's kind of, that's kind of, you know, okay, bud. At the time he was 20. Now he's 21, but at the time he was 20, it's like, Listen to the coach. Always. Listen to the fucking coach. Which kind of that kind of blows my mind. That kind of blows my mind. I was never a professional athlete. Never, ever, ever. However, you always listen to the coach. He makes you play in a way that you're not comfortable with. You adapt. Yeah. You try to fit the mold that they're seeing, not yeah. the mold that you're trying to create for yourself. That's yeah. all like different stuff, but like it, 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 it's it, it blows my mind that they that anybody would even think like, oh, what's the coach know? Excuse me. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. Ridiculous. He's a coach in the National Fucking Hockey League. Yeah. Just it's it's crazy. Yeah. Just nuts to me. It's like it it's anathema for me to say whatever coach. Well, actually, I did have a coach in varsity when like this fucking. <laughs> I have no idea what, what the hell she's talking about. <laughs> oh, my God. She was so bad. But anyways, regardless of that, high school, different from National Hockey League. Anyway, and then there's Sylvain Lefebvre. Other guy, too. Oh, Terrible. Oh, yeah. Speaking yeah. of him. Oh, my God. He uh, he got shit canned. Never coached a single game. Never coached a, sh- a single game for the Blue Jackets because he uh, didn't get the vaccine. Uh, I think it was voluntary too. Like I, I remember them making the point that, you know, it was available to him. He could take it. He decided not to. And so fired. Yep. Goodbye. See you later. Don't let the door hit your ass on the way out, Sylvan. And part of that Uh, is that the protocol is you have to be able to come within 12 feet of players. (laughs) And if you're not vaccinated, yeah, you can't, geez, man. It's like I and he he deliberately gave that up. It's a paycheck. 
I was watching the other day on, on The View, which is so wonderful now. It's oh, so yeah. watchable now that that toxic ugh, is gone. My um, father. Oh, my Lord. Who are in heaven. I, I likened it to a form of abuse having to watch that show whenever whenever she brought her toxicity and disinformation on and her, you know, her Fox News talk, talking points. Anyway, she's gone. So it's great. So what they were talking about there was about, you know, these anti-vax people. I won't put that in my body. I won't put that in my body. And like, Sunny was like, yeah, uh, you know, do all men know exactly what's in Viagra? They got no problem putting that in their body yeah yeah you know it's it's so i hate it <laughs> i hate it i hate it and I, getting inked for 12 hours you know it's like by a guy named meat like come on it doesn't make any goddamn sense it makes no sense it makes no sense it's you, just you can just say you're people, scared of shots yeah, people need to be deprogrammed. There was, a, there was there a was a fucking guy that was like, "It's not a flu vaccine; it's a flu shot." It's like, are you listening to yourself right now? Like they thought yeah. a shot was different from the vaccine for the flu. Two. It how it's administered. Um. <sighs> oh, there was a piece in the New York Times about nurses talking about telling these people, these anti-vaxxers that, that they're, when they're in the hospital, yeah, well, it's too late to get the vaccine now. You've got this, you know? And like people just saying, well, I thought if everybody else got vaccinated, I wouldn't need to get vaccinated. And obviously lots of regret, but they, they, these stories need to be amplified more because it's going to be impossible to deprogram all of these people that have just, like, they're just so far gone. It's, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. There's like, there's no amount of reasoning. There's no amount of reasoning to change people's minds once their mind is made up. But this Apparently is not. Bill Gates is going to know where I am all the time. Yeah. Like, like people fell for that. You're not that important, Judy. <laughs> you're not that important, Max or whoever. Fuck. Damn it, Topher. Nobody cares. Topher. Man. I just, like, I, I already said it, but it's a combination of, um, Shit, I forgot the word I used before. Um, the selfishness and the um, the privilege that people yeah. have—it's like you're you're not important enough. Yeah, nobody cares about your life that much, pal. <laughs> God, like people except just gotta... Joe Biden, who wants to save it. Yeah, because you know we need more taxpayers. Duh, fucking. <laughs> like why why would a gov uh, like uh just mm. anyway i don't have any more habs news unfortunately the rack is in town oh yeah there was the uh the picture not he picture day with the wind. there was like a, a video day or something that was going on today for the habs that they were doing stuff yeah tyler to 
Yep. Yep. yep T squared. Yeah, there was a bunch of bunch of bunch of guys there. Just doing, you know, presser stuff, doing some uh, Gary Price had a good interview with Dave Stubbs. That's you right. Yeah. So right. Oh, Dave Stubbs, how I miss him. He just posted a photo of um Guy Guy Lafleur's birthday lunch. Happy birthday, Guy. Happy birthday, Guy. Bon fête. Yeah. Good for him. <laughs> uh he looks good. We haven't had like a medical update yeah. on Guy knowing that um, you know, he was, you know, fighting cancer and whatnot. Oh yeah. no, 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 no. Heart surgery. Jesus Christ. So it looks fine. I he think looks he, fine. What do you have? Like a quadruple bypass? Got Guy Carbonobob, Gainey, Eva. I don't recognize him. I know who that is. Serge Savar. Da -da 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 -da. Ted Lindsay? No. No. That can't be. No, he's Sorry. Dead. La Pointe. La Pointe. La Pointe. Yep, yep. Yeah. He's the guy who cried so hard. It was so when his jersey was retired. Oh, oh, so emotional. Yeah, let's see. Filming um, day. That's what it was today. So they're doing like the fireside things. They're doing the little games that the guys play against. One oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they're doing all of that. Nice. Romanov had a good picture. Mm -hmm, Posted mm -hmm, a good picture mm -hmm. of his hair. Oh, yeah. Then uh, um, another thing that's going on, Kerry Price, Paul Byron, and the big man himself, Marc Bechavin, will be live yeah. next Wednesday at Hockey 911. 9-11, right. 9-11, something. That, yeah. I'm not, sure, not entirely sure what that is. Yeah. So in the Q&A, it was revealed. Ah, Foundation L'Hapital General de Montréal. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one. It was revealed that in Carrie Price's Q&A that he's actually been in Montreal for a long, long time. His recovery is like he they, they were in Washington State for a bit. Mm -hmm, but, mm -hmm. you know, then he had to come here after his surgery. His knee thing. Yeah. Is it a knee thing? Yeah. Yep. Rehabbing it and all that stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Which is the only reason that the Kraken didn't get him. Whatever. Moving on, but yeah, Dvorak, yeah. just yeah. And he's oh, he's looking stuff. forward to serving his entire career with Montreal. And wouldn't that be awesome? Yes. That it would, would be, be very cool. I'd be very happy with if that were the case. So now I think we finished up everything on the Habs. Filming day today with players. Uh rookie camp game on shit. Tuesday. That'll be the last one, I think, for the rookies. I'll actually try to watch that one. That's tomorrow. I... Oh shit, that's tomorrow. So <laughs> I'll uh see if I can watch that one. Uh <laughs> I got soccer tomorrow night, so I gotta try to squeeze that in. Uh Hello. Yeah, all good. Is it at four? No, soccer's at seven thirty kickoff on the pitch. Sorry, the rookie game. Rookie game's at four, yes. Speaking of the pitch, did you see the last Ted Lasso? Yeah. So congrats to Ted Lasso, by the way. We're big yes! Ted Lasso fans here. Big ol' Emmy not Emmy wins for Ted Lasso. Yeah. Um they almost swept. Almost swept. Uh let's see. It was um Supporting Actress, Outstanding Comedy Series. That's the big one. 
yeah. supporting actor, lead actor, supporting actor, supporting actor, supporting actor, supporting <laughs> actress. What? They can't do that. How many? Uh, well, what the hell's going well on it's different categories, I guess, maybe? Yeah, How many supporting so. actors are, are there? Like, they're all... Are you talk looking at nominations or actual? I just went on Google and then they told me something. Victories. Let's see. Give me Jason a list. Jason Sudeikis won. Yep, Jason Sudeikis won, which is great. Uh, this guy's got a lot of them. Okay, Outstanding Comedy Series, Ted Lasso. Outstanding Lead Actor, Jason Sudeikis. Outstanding Supporting Actor, Brett Goldstein, who's Roy that's, Kent. Um, that's uh, Roy Kent, yeah. Yep. Uh, outstanding supporting actress Hannah Waddingham, and she had an incredible speech afterwards. Oh, outstanding sound cool. mixing for a comedy. Yeah, yeah. For a comedy drama series, half hour. Important. That's okay. important. Outstanding, outstanding single camera picture editing for a comedy series. Outstanding casting. Outstanding documentary or non or nonfiction special. Boy State. I don't know what that is. Uh, variety series cover. Outstanding calls. Okay, so they did like all of the. Okay, but Ted Lasso did very, very well. So yeah, that's awesome. It's it's an exceptionally so fantastic like, show. Particularly, oh. no spoilers, but particularly after the last episode, oh, which yeah. is called yeah. "Beard After Dark," I think it was called. <laughs> um, which is um, so great. It was just. It's like every night in Albany for me. <laughs> God. It made me think this is one of the best things I've ever seen, big screen or small screen. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, there's a lot it's going just, on. In it that was such episode. cinema that episode. It was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Lots Shout out on. to Dragonette. Oh my God. They dug that out of the recesses of my mind. <laughs> Great little song there. Yeah. Hello. That's what yeah. it calls. I've been singing it ever since. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I've been, um, what song's been an earworm for me? Oh my god, the freaking the shuffle dance song on TikTok that all the oh, other ravers uh, use. Physically fit, physically fit, that one. No, that's the oh. new TikTok trend. The last the one that I saw I mean, a couple that's a <laughs> wow, that's that, from, um, this is Madagascar. a newer song, but I can oh, 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 I, I can appreciate that's people are doing that. Yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to send you the song I'm thinking of. It's called yeah, Monster. People, I do, I do, and I don't. Yeah, think but I don't. Them. I don't know why I don't get a notification. Oh yeah, I just, I've got to go into TikTok and into my mail specifically to see. You'll see like fifty messages, probably. Okay, awesome. Of good ones, I hope. Good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, the earworm I had was um, it was Monster by. It's a remix of a song, of course. They sample. Okay, okay, okay. The song is by the producer Lumix. Song's called Monster, which takes a sample from Meg India, which is a rock band in the thousands with a song also called Monster. Monster oh. the Dance song, very uplifting, very fun. The yeah. uh, OG song, not. not a very fun song. It's a rocking <laughs> song, has a completely different connotation. Gotta check it out. Yeah, I'll send you both. Okay, thank you. I get um I get a little kick after uh when I uh when I when I listen to like dance songs, trance, techno and all that. And they, you know, they sample different crap from different music. It's just how they work. It's either from like other songs or movies or whatnot. But I, I get a kick finding where the samples come from. I'm like, ah now I know. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's that. So good job, Ted Lasso. Happy about that. I'm also very, very, very pleased with another show on Apple TV called C. It stars Jason Momoa. Hmm. And I'm I love that show. I love it. Like the letter C or C S E A? As in sight. Oh, to, to gotcha. see the story. Yeah. I don't think this is going to be in, in your wheelbarrow, Veronica, but it's a beautiful show. But story is um far off Earth, meaning, uh you know, in the future sometime. Apocalypse happens. Something bad happens. Humanity, I don't want to watch it. Oh, yeah. Well, humanity loses the ability, you know, loses vision. They can't see. Everybody on the face of the earth is blind. Oh, my God. Society developed in means and ways to accommodate this. So the entire show is, you know, all these people are, you know, they're they're blind. It's very nomadic, very kingdoms-ish. And the the, the way that they, 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 like, navigate, like, places and whatnot and how the show makes it believable is so interesting and of course there's a lot of fighting and bloodshed and crap like that but it's 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 pretty cool so jason momoa big warrior guy in the uh in the first season and the whole show centers around a prophecy where they believe that there is a person with the gift of sight who's either gonna be like you know oh i'm gonna change the world for the better or i'm gonna change the world for the worst because right. the whole idea of people at the time is that vision caused the collapse of the world. It's pretty cool. I like it very much. And then Dave Bautista's in the second season. Oh, the baseball player? No. Did I say his name wrong? I don't know. Never heard of him. Oh, he plays, um, he's a he, wrestler turned actor. He plays uh, one of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Huge dude. Oh, okay. Yeah, he plays Drax, the big, crazy-looking, yeah. funny dude with the stabbies. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Remember how you were talking about um, Ted Lasso got the sound mixing yeah. award, yeah. the Emmy? You Now, you and I have both been watching the movies that made us yes. on Netflix. Did I you see the one it. about Home Alone? Yes. That was a trip. Oh my god. What 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 blew my mind with that particular one was that they got John Williams to score the the the, That's the movie. That's what I'm talking about. That's exactly what I was gonna say. It changed the entire movie. Yeah. The guy who did like fucking Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. He, like Star Wars, of course, dude. John Williams, Star yeah. Wars, and tons of and and like an Indiana Jones. You know, yeah, he's fucking, like, yeah. huge he's movies incredible sagas of movies and such great like you ever listen to like indiana jones any of the freaking scenes in that it's like this movie would be nothing without that music exactly oh my and star wars as well like star wars yeah. hands down don't even need to discuss it i wonder who did one of my other favorite movies while you were sleeping because that has music playing throughout the entire movie and it just makes it for me um, while the movie while you're seeing, oh yeah, romantic yeah. comedy. Blah, blah, while blah, blah, you were blah. sleeping with Sandra Bullock and and Bill Pullman, Pullman. Aww, who I love, Bill Pullman. If he's yeah. the same guy I'm thinking of. He's um, 
who else? Who? How else? He played the president in um, Independence president Day. Of the United- yes. He was a great president of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> that? Oh, my God. What a freaking memory that is. In college, <laughs> we had a ritual with the boys that before we go out, we would listen to the speech in Independence Day and then go out <laughs> drinking. <laughs> Oh my God! Wow, that, that that just took me for a freaking loop. Wow, that's funny. All right, music was by Randy Edelman. Randy Edelman. And while you were sleeping? Yeah, while you were sleeping. Yep. It's just such a charming movie, and it's just it makes me. It's just shit. I I love that movie. Watch it every Christmas or every Christmas season. Yeah, let's see. He has a strange resume. Everything from. The sequel to The Mask called The Son of the Mask, which was um, Shanghai Noon. The Whole Nine Yards. Oh, yeah. Great movie. Ba, 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 ba. Dragonheart. Wow. <laughs> Indian in the Cupboard. How about that? Oh. And Billy Madison. <laughs> Angels in the Outfield. The Mask, the first one. All right, so he got a little... Yeah, uh, Beethoven. It's just playful, the, playful music. The Last of the Mohicans. Wow. Oh wow. That is a not a light movie for people. No. My cousin Vinny. <gasps> My cousin Vinny. Drop Dead Fred. Kindergarten Cop. Oh, he was a big '80s dude. Feds. Yeah. Twins. Uh, Ghostbusters Two. Snatched. Wow. Good for him. Cool. That is pretty cool. That's okay. I'll have to. Guy's yeah. 74 years old. And also, was it Warner Brothers who didn't want to pay an extra million and a half bucks for that movie? Oh, yeah, man. So they so, shopped it to Fox in Century Fox or whatever. In in in, in this whole in this show, uh, uh, the movies that made us on Netflix, it, it gives really interesting insight into these huge movies that like it was like almost the, the barest thread that it didn't yeah. happen like could yeah. you imagine living in a world where home alone didn't exist he couldn't or like a back to the future where michael, j. Fox, michael j fox yeah like like they they filmed like a full half hour hour of the movie without michael j fox and then they were like this isn't working no. <laughs> this movie sucks <laughs> That's what they wanted in the first place yeah exactly it's just it's it's nuts the cool little things that you find out in that in like uh the, the one for Die Hard was incredible. I haven't seen that one yet. Oh, so... I'm looking forward to that. It's really, really good. It's so yeah. silly, but so good because... Mostly because of Bruce Willis. Yeah. <laughs> oh He's really funny. Mm-hmm. He's got good... He, I like his comic timing. Yes, he is. Actually, he, like in the whole nine yards, he has very... Yeah. He, know, he knows. He knows. Yeah. Because back in the day... You know, he was more of a romantic comedy guy before being a yeah. movie star. So, yeah. whatever that show was of his. Oh, um, the one where they were mm. private eyes was Sybil Shepherd. That one. <laughs> and they couldn't have been more like opposite personalities. Moonlighting. Moonlighting. That's right. That was the fr- that was his Bruce Willis's claim to fame before yeah. Die Hard was Moonlighting, and yeah, uh, that was his debut. I won't go into too much of what 
uh, the movies I made us mention, but it's just, it's hilarious how oh, he got. I can't wait. And then, like, I didn't know. Like, one of the other interesting facts was freaking um. Oh no, not not Gary Oldman. Um. Damn it! 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 Oh, um, the guy who played the bad guy, the German. Yeah. How come I can't uh, remember his name? That makes me very sad. Makes Snape. me very sad. Severus Snape. Yep. Yep. Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. Jesus. That guy was a complete unknown before that movie. In the States. Anywhere. Never had a movie before. Really? Yeah, that was his first did, movie. <laughs> well, like all these people that are on Ted Lasso, all these actors are from like the oh, soaps yeah. in, in Britain. Yeah, soaps and um Alan Rickman, he uh he was a stage actor for the longest ah. time before becoming Hans Gruber. Hans Gruber. <laughs> what a great you you gotta watch the Die Hard one. It's really I oh I have to watch the Die Hard one. So I'm gonna so good. The one about Ghostbusters because Unpopular opinion, not my cup of tea. Ghostbusters. Oh, the Ghostbusters. Never one is really did so understand. Good though. <laughs> How everybody was so like Gaga, but it's of, like anyway. One of the craziest things about the Ghostbusters one is that they originally slated the Bill Murray role for Eddie Murphy. That would have been oh, a completely different movie. Oh, completely and it still would have been really good. Oh yeah, totally. So. Yeah, it's pretty. It, it's it's still wonderful because uh, they talk about um, Egon, that actor, quite a lot too. Mm-hmm. Because they're all a bunch of like SNL alumni guys too, yes. you know. So there's a yeah, lot yeah, of yeah. there's a lot of Dan Aykroyd in that episode too, and he's super yeah. interesting. Yeah. So it's it's worth a watch. Like I think I have two more to watch. I think I have a Jurassic Park and another one that I I'm going to skip that one too. Um, Jurassic Park, Forrest Gump. Yeah. Oh yeah, and Forrest Gump, of course. That one I really want to watch. Mm-hmm. That one I really want to watch. I think our time's up. Our time is up. It just it just went up now. So yeah. half hour of Habs, half hour of Ted Lasso, <laughs> and other assorted thing assorted things to stream. <laughs> um, last rookie game is tomorrow. Then the actual camp takes to the ice Wednesday. And then yeah, next the week, guys. and then what? And then next week, we'll uh, we'll all talk about it. I wonder if I'm in Montreal this weekend. If I can sneak into or ask politely to watch some of the uh, training camp. I wonder if they'll do that. If it's in Brassard, maybe. I got nothing to do Sunday except come home. Hopefully, you can. Yeah, hopefully, you can get in. That'd be yeah, cool. really. We'll Our see. correspondent on the scene. I'll try my best. I'll bring my tripod and everything so I look official. <laughs> <laughs> We're uh, lanyard. Yeah, just any old lanyard that yeah. just has a big C on it. Done. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. All right. Thank you for listening, everybody. Um, Thanks the, for listening. The video was actually recorded this time, so I hope that yeah. uh, works out. And it looks like it's working out, so I didn't do anything wrong. And that's it. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in.